This is the Stop Bending Over podcast, and no, this isn't a podcast about your lower back pain. This is a place for women to come together, work their shit out, get unstuck, love themselves completely, and live life the way you've always wanted. You want a better business, more income, and a kick-ass relationship? Well, you're in the right place, ladies. Buckle up. No more codependency. It's time to level your life up. I'm your host, Rita Marie Mendez, and this is the Stop Bending Over podcast. Align your life for radical success. Hey guys. Hi, it's Rita. I just want to share an extra mini episode with you every single week. You may see one or two here weekly. And it's just, I want to be there for you to support you in your growth and expansion, having a great day, getting more clarity. So some of these calls are just little excerpts and, or a little piece of wisdom, something that's been on my mind or in alignment for me to share. And so I'll pop them in here each week. So take a look, take a listen. I hope you like them. And as always, When there's anything that you'd like to ask me a question about, you're stuck on something, you need a little more clarity, please DM me at Rita Marie Mendez on Instagram, and I'd be happy to answer it live on air in one of these mini episodes. Be blessed. So in this week's mini-sode, this is someone I'm coaching, and you can't hear their side. I'm just using this excerpt to show everyone, to really bring to everyone's attention how we make excuses and justify our story because we don't want to have anyone else be hurt. So in this mini-sode, it's someone who has a lot of shaming, self-shaming, self-doubt, this piece about worthy, um, I don't deserve a lot type of stuff. And there's been no extreme abuse or anything like that. It's just the psychology the mind doing this number about the story. And so in this episode, what you're hearing me talk about is the excuse making and justifying of the mind that the mind doesn't want to make whoever quote unquote did this to me in the past wrong. So this person starts talking about every time they're sharing something about their upset or so we can get some clarity on it and bring it out into the open and really work with it they go back to, but I had a good childhood. I had a great upbringing. And so what happens is that then the piece that's hurting, the part of the body temple, the part of the mind, the part of an NLP, we call it parts integration, the part of the person that still has an upset and a misidentification with what happened and what they made it mean about them can't get any resolution because the the screen's being thrown up like, oh, but hang on, don't look over here. I had a great childhood, look over there. And so this is what you're hearing me coach this person through. And I hope this is really helpful for you to see how we as humans, you know, no wrongdoing, how we as humans can actually keep our stories alive, even though we don't like the story. And the story comes from experiences, what we made things mean about us, other people, the world, and then we carry them forward into our adult lives. And we have all these competing intentions and limitations and perceived limitations and blocks because we've got conflicting stories. The story and the voice in the head many times doesn't even match. Well, not many times, probably 
the majority of the time doesn't match what you would say, how you would feel, your authentic way of being. And yet we keep doing it over and over because it's familiar. It doesn't mean it's working. It just means it's familiar. And just remember, as you go in and listen to this episode, that familiarity does not equal safety. The nervous system is just looking for what's familiar. It doesn't mean it's safe. Hope you love this. Be blessed. This is the back and forth. I had a really great childhood. There's so much shaming that went on and you have these core beliefs about how mm, you don't measure up or there's something wrong with you, whatever it is that you, you know, whatever that piece is for you. Um, so I'm not saying it's bad. There's issues. And then when we do that, when we say, oh, but I had a good childhood. Okay then what about the shaming parts? Are those good? And when the answer is no, when the answer is, well, no, it's because good is relative, great is relative. What does good childhood mean? So when someone says that to me, oh, but no, no, I had a good childhood, but they come to me with like literally a worthiness issue, which I'm going to explain something to you in a second that might be really helpful, is because we're trying to justify and protect people that raised us or parents or guardians or how we grew up or whatever. We're trying to protect some person or way of being or culture that, well, no, they're not bad. They're not bad. She just didn't like how tall I was. Okay. I'm not saying it's bad, but shaming someone about how tall they are isn't nurturing. It's shaming. And so out of the protection of my own image, I need to make you be somebody that I think is um, appropriate. And when you're not, I'm embarrassed. That's not your shit. A hundred percent of the time. And so then you've made it your yours. And part of the reason it doesn't get to be healed and expressed is when we make excuses for it. I'm not saying your mom's a bad mom. All mothers do things to unknowingly shame their kids because we're human. We shame ourselves too, consciously and unconsciously. So I'm not saying you're, you're, you're I'm not saying anyone's mother is bad. But but doing that just for, but I had a good childhood. Okay, I'm not arguing that. But we're dealing with the shame part of, of your childhood. You see what I mean? So when it comes to the worthiness piece, because what shame does is it, it, it sets up the belief that, well, that something's wrong with you, obviously, at, at some level. That might not be the thought, but there's a belief that you're just not right, whatever that is. So for you being tall is worthiness is not anything that anyone has to earn. And there's no mantra or affirmations like, I'm worthy. It's like, how tall are you? So six foot tall, is that a fact that you're six foot tall? Okay, six foot tall. So you're not arguing that fact. You don't need to say an affirmation about it, right? I'm six feet tall today. Good for me. I'm so six feet tall. No, because that's silly. It's understood that's your height. Well, that's how worthiness is. It's just, that's who you are. You know, I am so worthy today. I am worthy of everything. I deserve everything that I desire. Yeah, that's true. It's like your height. 
It's nothing. You can't get away from it. All this other stuff is us putting a lot of, I almost feel like it's like a, a big bunch of wires that you can't get untangled, like iPhone headphones. And then there's like a whole pile of them with like maybe land cables and some other annoying extension cords. And they're all like jumbled up. That's us covering up who we innately are, which is worthy, deserving, unconditional loving. So there's nothing we need to do to be worthy for anything that we want or who we are. It's already who we are. It's kind of just a great untangling of all these misidentifications, judgments, and misunderstandings that we've adopted as us rather than just being with who we are. Because you can't change your height and you can't change that you're worthy. That's impossible. I mean, it's so fucking simple. People miss it. And then what happens is we go back and we're like, yeah, but you don't understand. I talk too much. See what I mean? We like our stories. It's comfy. It's like a pillow that we carry around. So how, how to, how do I say it? How, how do we, how do we stop believing our own stories? How do we stop doing that? What would you say if I said, um, your narrative of yourself is inaccurate. What would you say? The narrative that you describe yourself as is inaccurate. What would you say? You you want to argue you're like, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. No, Rita. Oh, girl, you do not get it. Um, I talk a lot and I'm not sure of myself a lot. And when I go do deals, I'm always questioning myself. So now... Me being that part is me arguing, that's the mind, my mind, not my brain, my mind, arguing for its own limitations. It's a story. And so I can keep running that down that road and just keep arguing all I want. And then great, you know, live down that road of limitation and lack and upset and frustration and drama and chaos and all the things. And no one loves me and everything's hard. It's just me. You don't get it. I'm. It's me. I'm this way. I'm too tall. I'm too and then that's your life. And if that's what you want, cool. You know, no judgment. I don't think that's what you want. Otherwise, <laughs> you wouldn't be listening to me. So it's a choice. And I'm not saying that you just snap your fingers and the stories go away. But what I am saying is that mm, the stories don't hold merit unless you give it to them. So it's a conscious choice. Because now you know. So you can't unknow what you know. You can pretend not to know, but you can't unknow. You can forget sometimes, but you can't unknow something. You've got to pretend. Oh, I forgot. Nah, actually, I don't want to know that anymore. I'm just going to pretend like I don't know. And so then I can stay in my story. I'm sticking to it. So what? what is it? Which, which, which one, you know, which wolf are you going to feed? The limitation lack and upset, drama and chaos, or the one that has a different road that you haven't seen yet with all the possibilities lined up in front of you and you don't know what they look like. It's uncertain because the other road's familiar, right? Because this is universal consciousness. Familiarity doesn't equal safety, but we want to go down the road of familiarity because we it's comfy. It feels good. 
Oh, you don't get it though, Rita. I really, when I come in a room, people, they make a, they give side eye. You don't know. You're you. You're not me. Right? So then as long as I stick to that, then that's where I stay because it feels familiar and I know how to quote unquote protect myself against people giving me side eye. It's all bullshit. It's made up. Who gives a fuck if someone gives you side eye? Yeah. And they're probably saying like, damn, love her dress. Damn. I want those shoes. But we make up that they're saying something bad about us. So it's a choice. Always, always a choice. So I'm asking you right now, which road are you choosing? And and the truth is we go in and out, right? The truth is we go in and out. Sometimes I choose a high, the higher consciousness and sometimes I forget and I go unconscious because you're human. It's not that you're not doing it right. You're human. And it does take work and it does take practice. It's easy to be fucking unconscious. It's easy to walk around blaming, complaining, whining. Everything's happening to me. Those You don't understand those people, the politics, money, shopping, jobs, you name it. You could just fill in the blank. I'm fat. All the stuff. I'm the victim of a bad gene pool, bad family. You know, the list goes on and on. That's just miserable to just constantly be complaining, even if it's just inside. And when it's just inside of ourselves, well, it's not just inside of ourselves because when whatever we're doing internally shows up externally, it's just exponential. Now we're doing it on internal and external, so we can't get out of it. That's the big messy, tangly wires. And then we don't know how to untangle them all. And it seems like a lot of work. We're just like, oh, fuck, this sucks, right? And that's just slowing way down. Like, how did I get into this mess in my thoughts? You're just in your head. You haven't even done anything yet. And then just sit and just like, wow, let me just take a moment to just be kind to myself for five minutes. Right when you do that, take some deep breaths, breathe to a song. Like I have that quiz up that intuitive superpower quiz when people go on to take it when you guys go on to take it what happens is it gives you your answer but it also gives you three skills and techniques to um deepen in your superpower intuitively and to how to support yourself throughout the day because each person is very unique and one of them is breathing it's the simplest, most it's it's free. It's the most in, it's the most effective thing that you can do to support yourself and get you out of that just chatter chatter mind that's limiting. And then re-engage your focus to something positive. Are you willing to do that? Thanks so much for joining me today. And remember, any links or websites that are mentioned in the show will always be in the show notes of each episode. And if we haven't connected yet, please come over and find me on Instagram at Rita Marie Mendez and send me a DM. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Tell me a little bit about yourself and ask me questions. I love questions. I'm here to support you in your growth and expansion. Thanks for tuning in. And if you love the show, follow, subscribe, and go ahead and give it a rating and review. Five stars, of course. Till next time, beautiful ones. Be blessed.